Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, 18th November, 2022. Our bit today is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. And that says, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against or until that day. Then it was Friday, and we all gleefully shouted, TGIF, thank God it's Friday, and the woke week is finally finished. It's time to begin the weekend party. But not so fast, friends. The activities of some of us in the wintry climbs will probably be curtailed by flurrying snow this weekend. So please, please check your weather reports and make sure you're well protected if you do go out. And if you don't have to go out, then don't. <laughs> uh, this is the time of year that phrase comes in very handily. Now, here's something else that will also make us smile cheerfully. It's a poem from our one-year book of Bible promises with writings by Ruth Harms Culkin aptly titled, I Do Know. So please read with me. There is much I cannot begin to fathom concerning the vast, indescribable universe created by our majestic God. There is much I will never comprehend. I want to sing and shout. So utterly overwhelmed I am with the magnitude of God. But I do know with confident certainty that I belong to the God of the universe, the creator of all that exists. I know that I, a mere mortal, am forever linked to divine destiny. I know that my life has purpose and dignity. I know that God has chosen me as the object of his lavish love, that his thoughts toward me are thoughts of kindness and mercy, that he has inscribed me in the palms of his hands. I know that all the love of the Father and the life of the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit are freely, inseparably mine, now and throughout all eternity. This I do know. <laughs> oh, my fellow believers, what beautiful and also true sentiments. And I like how so many important scriptures are intricately and dexterously weaved into it. However, the question now is, do we believe all of that? Do we know it in spades without any doubt whatsoever? We know that with our finite minds, we can never truly comprehend the vastness of the universe. But are we overwhelmed by the magnitude of Almighty God? Do we believe that we are truly linked to divine destiny and that our lives have purpose and dignity built into them by our Heavenly Father? And do we truly believe that we are the objects of His lavish love with wonderful thoughts of kindness and mercy focused in our direction? And what about the fact that he has inscribed us in the palms of his hands? Eh? 
Does that ring true in our spirits, bodies, and souls? For our sakes, I hope so. Otherwise, we are lost and sadly in great danger in this evil and terribly sinful world. And one last question, possibly the most important. Do we know that all the love of the Father and the life of the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit are freely and inseparably ours now and throughout all eternity? Yes, my brethren, that's a billion-dollar question this cold and snowy Friday morning in the middle of November 2022. Do we know the one true God, he of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? The one who created the universe and all therein? The one who loved us so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross at Calvary, using his precious, sinless, and holy blood to purchase our sin debt in full? Yes, friends, that's the same God who loved us so much while we were yet sinners that he couldn't wait for us to change but had to give us a good reason to change through the coming of his son Jesus Christ to earth in human flesh to show us what a great and merciful God he truly is. But enough of my yakking. Let's see what scriptural promise that poem was based on. And it comes from Bro Paul's second letter to Timothy, where he's exhorting the young preacher to endurance. He encourages Timothy early in that section by telling him, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound or disciplined mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who had saved us, and call us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world or time began. And that comes from 2 Timothy 1, 7-9. Oh, my faithful brethren, the Lord God has purposed our lives through Jesus Christ from even before he created the universe and all therein. That means we are not placed in these times by chance, but by God's perfect design, and are expected to do His will for our lives. But finally, here's the verse on which our poem is based. Bro Paul goes on to tell Timothy, Whereunto I am appointed a preacher, and an apostle, and a teacher unto the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against until that day. Now, it's that last verse on which all of our poem and our lives turn. Are we ashamed of the gospel of Christ, the one we claim to believe in? And are we fully persuaded? that he can keep all that that we have committed to him until the day of judgment. I won't get into it today, but leave us all to come contemplate our own situations. 
here though are some thoughts on the subject from the scholars scholars <laughs> they say persuaded means the perfect tense there right and it indicates that i was persuaded in the past and remain so persuaded now that he is able to sorry that he is able to keep refers to the assurance of salvation which is committed against that day when we when we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ and today is a good day as any other to ponder what that scripture means in our individual lives are we ready for that day but as a group of believers let's go to the throne room in prayer offering up our friday chant with thanksgiving pleading for divine guidance all together now oh lord thanks for getting me safely through this past week you know it's been rough what with all the anxiety the confusion and havoc that the several viruses and all many other problems are causing we can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the viruses and the simmering unrest in our land. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm, the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold. Show them the error of their ways. And please, please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land that's threatening to boil over as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, my fellow saints, we need to make the necessary changes in our lives and our hearts that will convince the Lord that we are serious in what we have just prayed. Much love. And the postscript for today says, to live for Christ means to suffer with and if necessary, die for him. And that's the indisputable truth, my people. You can't get away from that. If you want to live for Christ, you have to suffer what goes with him. And if possible, do like he did, die for him. And we pray that we'll all get that feeling today just to get to Christ, to live for him and do what it, whatever it takes to show others how good he is and how wonderful he will be if they come to him. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen.
Please have a blessed day, my people.